The majority is the global south. Africa is 1.4 billion, India 1.4 billion, China 1.4 billion. And look at Latin America and Africa. We are still not in a reformed security council. A, a, a global governance architecture that was created post-World War 1945 still governs how we conduct ourselves today. Look at the size of some of the uh, BRICS economies. What were they in 1945? Most of them. India was not independent. China was still embraced in its own civil war. The CPC was not in power then. The major part of the African con continent was under colonial rule. And that global architecture that was created still governs us today. It can't be. And this is what BRICS is saying. Let's be most, more inclusive. BRICS is not anti-West. We had to work on the basis of consensus and all of us had to feel comfortable on the names that have been put forward. Each country put names forward and ultimately we had to reach consensus and we also had to ensure that the expansion doesn't become unwieldy. And that is why we are saying this is the first phase of expansion. This doesn't mean that Algeria cannot become a member in a future date. And that is why leaders are also tasked, have tasked our foreign ministers to continue developing modalities on partner countries. We are saying all of the countries that have shown interest in being part of the BRICS family, we will continue to embrace them. We will embrace them as a partner countries, as a first step towards full membership. Membership is not closed. This is just the first phase. Countries put forward uh, several names, several names, but we had to reach consensus. I mean, we embraced all 23 countries. If we could help it, there were no countries in that list of 23 that any one of us had problems with. Let me make that very clear. All 23 countries were embraced by all of us. But as I said, expansion has to be in a phased way. That's why we're saying this is the first phase of expansion. There will be further expansion, of course, because the interest to become part of BRICS family is so intense. And as I said, 22 countries applied formally, but about 20 other countries said they want to be part of BRICS. And this is a momentum that I believe will grow, because what it is doing is firmly announcing that Bri the Global South, not BRICS, the Global South has a strong voice on the global stage, and BRICS is the catalyst for this. The 11 countries now, are, that's a major presence, jointly championing the issues what we want to have addressed the fault lines that exist with the current global architecture. And the other countries will embrace that and be part of that because they find a home in terms of what we are championing to change the world for the better, to live in peace and harmony as the United Nations Charter said. The Charter was developed after the Second World War and they said we must not repeat the devastation of the two world wars. But of course we can see that we ignore all of the purposes and principles of the UN Charter that speaks of living in peace and harmony as good neighbors with each other. We are not there in the world today, and especially the global south, especially Africa. We are still on the margins, and we are asking, let's embrace change that is fair, that is just, that is representative, and that is more equal. It's, it's a major expansion, doubling, more than doubling the size. But it, look, it's after 15 years, after 15 years that this has happened. And you will recall in 2018, South Africa, when we chaired, we put expansion on the agenda. And at the 2018 summit, the leaders said, we are not ready for expansion. We need further time to consolidate our expansion, our, our cooperation between the five of us. And that was a wise decision. 
Now they felt we are ready for expansion and that's why they asked Sherpas to develop and start the process. So we have, of course, leaders felt comfortable that BRICS is strong enough now and we are, you know, many when BRICS was created felt that BRICS wouldn't exist after five or ten years. But BRICS is firmly there. It has firm foundations on the, on the global platform. And with this new expansion, the first phase of expansion, it signals that the global south is united, that we will work together. And we want to work with our partners from the global north as well to create a more humane global architecture. Professor, would you say you are happy with the outcomes of the summit? Very. President Ramaphosa indicated this has been a highly successful summit. All BRICS leaders congratulated South Africa on the hosting of the summit and the more important, the outcome of the summit. I think this has been a major achievement for the BRICS family and we're very privileged that it happened under the leadership of President Ramaphosa and the South African government and the people of South Africa. I think for us it's a proud moment. Thank you. What would you answer to those who say that the expansion is 